Welcome to Confessions of a CEO. This is the show where I'll be taking you behind the laptops and lives of some of the best and brightest female minds in the online business game. The frank, funny, and inspiring chats that we have behind closed doors are about to be revealed. This is the secret sauce that you need to hear that's going to help you and blow your mind at the same time. No fluff, just all of the honest good stuff. I'm your host, Mel Moore. I'm a CEO, embodiment, and business coach for female online entrepreneurs. And I'm also the founder of a boutique, virtual assistant agency. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. This episode is sponsored by my next enrollment of the Profitable Offer Accelerator. This is the group program where you will create your sustainable, specific, and wildly profitable offer in 12 short weeks. So you can go from vanilla VA to sold out service provider. It is designed to give you rock solid confidence and the peace of mind that you can specialize and serve high ticket clients with ease and shed loads of profit. If you're a virtual assistant or online service provider who's been in business for a year or more and you're still doing all the things for all the people and you're stuck at 2k months and wish you were earning double that, then this is for you. We'll package up all your expertise in a way that makes you more money while finally working less. So learning how to profit more peacefully. Not only will you refine your signature specialized offer, but you'll learn how to create the messaging and market it so that it feels comfortable and you'll be attracting ideal clients who can't wait to pay you in just a matter of weeks. The investment is £1,500 for 12 weeks and payment plans are available. Plus, by joining the waitlist now, you'll gain access to exclusive waitlist only bonus, includes money off and perks. So jump on the waitlist. The link is in the show notes. Enrollment will begin soon and we will kick off on the 12th of September. Hello, welcome to another episode. And this week I want to talk about how I stopped doing hands-on virtual assistant work and OBM stuff too and grew an agency because I talk about this quite a little bit over on Instagram um, and I've been talking about it a whole lot more this year because the agency is a huge part of my day-to-day and I really love sharing what that life looks like for someone like me who was a VA for just under two years and has now successfully grown a team and retired from doing any hands-on virtual assistant work at all, which is heaven. Um, And I do love that I don't do that anymore. So my agency has a small but very brilliant and growing team of associate VAs who are serving up lifestyle and business support for busy CEOs and high net worth individuals. They're all pretty incredible entrepreneurs. They're thought leaders, industry disruptors, creators, and I am just so proud of the caliber of clients that we serve and the level of service that we give them. So if you want to hear the full story of how I quit my day job, flew to Bali, started my VA business, didn't come back for a year and ended up thriving as a VA and beginning this agency, then go back and listen to episode three where I really dive into what blowing my life apart effectively in air quotes at 37 looks like and why I have this agency today. Um, So the most asked questions that I get about the VA agency are one, how the heck did I hire my first associate? Two, what do I need to know to hire my first team member? Three, how did I manage to stop doing hands-on work or just know when it was time to stop? And four, how do I manage team and clients? So over the next few episodes, I am going to be telling you the answers to those questions because when I started forming an agency, there wasn't a single soul around me that I knew that was doing what I was doing. And I would have loved and given anything to have more insights into what starting, running and scaling a VA agency or any service provider agency actually looked like from someone who was doing it 
And I, to this day, I only know two agency owners um, and I'm making a concerted effort to network and find more because it's like therapy when I get to talk to these women. So I wish that I'd known more or could have somebody to go to for advice when I started. So this is why I want to kind of open up the doors to what it looks like to run the agency and how it's grown because I love a bit of inside info and transparency and y'all like to be nosy and I'm here for it. So <laughs> so let's talk about that first fantastic question. How did I know it was time to hire my first associate and how did I make that hire successfully? So picture me, probably very similar to you in the first year of my business, saying yes to any client who came my way I mean, who's going to say no to cash, right? Especially when you're starting your business. Then, very quickly, because I didn't have an ideal client, I was just saying yes to everybody. And my client load was at capacity. I had no more time to serve. Literally capped out at pounds per hour, swapping time for money. And there were leads and referrals that were still coming my way. And, well, as a kind of person who's always sort of had multiple jobs and a side hustle... I kind of grimaced at the idea of turning down a client or letting cash go cold. But there I was, booked and fast burning out and just watching these really good leads just go cold. So I had to find a way to make it work and it was only in chatting to another virtual assistant friend that I discovered what an associate even was. Yes, folks, I just blindly kamikazed into being a virtual assistant. Um, it's wild to me now that I know the depth of this industry that I barely even knew it existed when I was working in it. Anyway, so this friend of mine, she had her own clients as a lead VA, plus she was also working as associate with uh, having one or two clients for someone else. So you've got a lead VA, which would be me charging full price, working directly with the client. You have an associate VA who is somebody that the lead VA hires and subcontracts the work to. And the associate is either facing the VA or client facing. So that's what an associate is. So lead VA takes all the cash, associate takes a lesser chunk, but hasn't had to do the business development or marketing. They literally just get interviewed by lead VA and get handed the work. So it works out really, really well for some people to be an associate as well as having their own clients. And anyway, so suddenly a whole new world opened up. And when I say I was blind to being a VA when I started, it's just such an understatement. I just didn't know any of this. So I very quickly learned how it all worked. Well, uh, at least the best I could and the best that her, my associate VA friend and Google could tell me. So very quickly I needed to make this first hire to not let that client leave go cold. I had no idea how to do this by the way. Bluffed it, kamikazed it, bullshitted my way through it because I was like, well, gotta try and I'm gonna do the messy thing. So I cobbled together a quick contract and uh, please, do God, don't make this mistake that I made as a rookie. Please buy an actual associate contract so that you and your clients are protected. And it's just fair on everybody involved. Honestly, just just buy the contracts because I didn't and I googled and I cobbled something together. So then as we all do when we're at the start of our businesses, we just go, yeah, I'll figure this out. And then when the next new client came along, I gave it some lovely large chat about how they'd be paired with a fantastic member of my team. That did not yet exist, but I didn't tell the client that. And then while panic set in, I frantically sat around trying to find somebody. A distant friend saw a post I put on, I can't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram. I hired her immediately because I thought, oh, brilliant, someone I know and trust. And she assured me that while she had her own business in a completely separate industry to the virtual assistant world, 
this was the baseline revenue that she really needed so she wouldn't ditch me anytime soon nor would she get bored um brackets she was massively overskilled to be handling inboxes and admin but she reassured me otherwise rookie error right there i mean can you guess how it's gonna go i think you already know <laughs> so in hindsight and what i know now is that when we hire friends as team or take on friends as clients we fail to put them through our normal process that would usually help us spot 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 red flags or bad fits hmm. so when she came and then luckily for me in came the next associate and a couple of wonderful clients so it began to build and get a little bit better at it all because it won't surprise you that sadly for me the friend turned out to be a nightmare copped a massive attitude with me in the end got very lazy with the work and as you can imagine we parted ways and it was not amicable because without the proper contracts I literally watched her and my client ride off into the sunset together and there was nothing that I could do so I got my ass a really good contract after that <laughs> we sometimes just have to fail and then we learn the lesson and that is okay like the the I've failed so many times which actually means I've got it right so much because I've not been worried about failing I kind of know you're gonna you kind of know you're gonna cock it up in places it's fine so just go get the contracts and if you uh, need me to tell you where to get them from I can tell you two great sources for associate contracts <laughs> anyway I then set up a thorough vetting and training process getting a really clear process together for hiring and onboarding an associate giving them clear ways of working and methods to work with the client like I wrote a training manual because I was like how do I do things can't live in my brain so that was the start of my first ever SOP really is like how you work with clients what I expect of you how they should be managed all of these things um, so the clients were then matched with the best VA on the team or I hired a new associate with that specific client in mind bit by bit it grew and then that's when the coaching began because other VAs wanted to know how to at least become booked out with great clients, which I now finally got to that point of understanding and repetitively getting great clients through the door. And so on went the mentoring hat. And it wasn't very long before I realized that I was burning out despite having the team taking on the majority of the client work. It was beginning to be unsustainable for me to continue doing hands-on virtual assistant work myself. The responsibility list was like wild, just wildly too long when I had an agency, virtual assistant work and coaching. I was hiring, training and managing team and handling the clients and catch ups and being on all the calls because I didn't know that I didn't need to micromanage everybody. I was doing the marketing and sales for the agency and onboarding new clients. I was doing over 80 hours of VA work a month on top of that. I was also doing marketing and sales for coaching and delivering that service to wonderful clients and launching a group program and doing one-to-ones and doing intensives and not to mention doing accounts and everything else that comes with being a business owner. You can see why I got a little bit frazzled. Something had to give. So just before I hit my second year in business, I decided that it was time to take off my last and most dreamy client off my plate and give it to one of my team. And it was hard to do because to this day, she's my favorite. We shouldn't say we have favorite clients, but we do. She was a complete unicorn um, and just forever have a fond place in my heart. Um, and so when I had this thought that I was gonna need to take the VA work away, I knew my income was going to take a hit because when I'm getting that direct client money, 
I'm perhaps netting 70%. I always put 30% aside for tax, right? But I'm getting that whole 70% in my pocket. So when I'm now giving that work to someone else, they're now taking the majority chunk and I'm taking a very small percentage of that work, which is as it should be, right? I'm, you know, can't charge more and not do the work. The person who's doing the work gets more. I knew that it would lift back up because I was finally able to spend more time on coaching and more time marketing the agency, gaining new clients, but it was a bit of a kind of a nerve-wracking, wobbly shift. And if anyone's ever managed to do this well without reaching that, like, high anxiety point, let me know. <laughs> Looking back two years ago, it wasn't easy, but it was, I don't know, how it felt was just complete heaven and sweet freedom. I was no longer tied to my laptop doing any kind of actual client work. And I loved that more than I should probably say. <laughs> but also I had got to the point where I was just doing that one BA client and I'd moved into doing OBM work because the VA work was no longer challenging. My brain has always been strategic. I've consulted for businesses. I've done marketing and PR before. So my brain was above the level of a virtual assistant. It just gave me a life and a job and a business but I was quickly becoming bored of just the VA work. So I was still doing OBM work, but I was absolutely freaking delighted to hand off the VA work and to no longer have to open my laptop twice a day, respond to clients, feel guilty if there was a Slack message and I just didn't want to check it. So it was a lovely part of the journey. And so next time I will be diving into the next episode on just how I've gotten my hiring and client matching process down to a slick, smooth and easy process. And this is going to help you figure out how and when to hire your first team member and how to get it right from the beginning. And I say that with a caveat of you may not get it right the first time. You may need to just flex those muscles. But something I've been doing a lot this year is actually helping my own coaching clients make their first team hires, whether it is an associate um, as they begin to grow as a VA or a copywriter or their own virtual assistant and like what it looks like to figure out what you need to lift off your plate, who to hire, how to bring them on and how to make it a really smooth process. So I can't wait to dive in because I love stuff like this um, and I do this all day every day. So very exciting news. I am about to open the doors in September to the second round of my group program, the Packaged and Profitable Accelerator. So over 12 weeks, we will together refine and refresh your signature offer so it sells like hotcakes. You'll get clarity on your ideal client, learn how to create such compelling messaging that selling becomes so easy. You'll be profiting peacefully in no time at all. So if you've been a general VA and you are looking to earn more without working more, starting to get the itch that you want to do more than just be a VA and you don't know where else to go, it really is about refining that signature offer, clarifying who the ideal client is and pricing for profit and this is what we'll do over 12 weeks together. It is fantastic and I'm so excited to be running it again and you will be joining it with me and a gorgeous cohort of like-minded women beside you over 12 weeks. You've got 12 weekly calls together, plus a little pre-recorded curriculum that you can binge and shimmy through in no time at all, so that you can craft your signature offer, the one that will have clients saying, I need you, send me the contract, in your DMs, in no time at all. The waitlist is open now. Go to www.thelifestyleva.net 
forward slash accelerator to find out more and join the waitlist. Be first in line to grab the bonuses and the waitlist only perks. You want to be on the list, you want to find out more, that's the place to go. Go to my website and otherwise I will see you here next week. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful you hit play. And if you liked what you heard, please leave a review, especially on Apple, and hit subscribe so you never miss a new episode. If you love this and think someone else would too, then don't be shy, share it with them. Let's inspire even more women. And every month I'll be picking one lucky soul for a free coaching call. All you need to do is screenshot your review and DM it to me, or share your favorite episode to social media and tag me at Mel the Biz Coach for a chance to win a free session. Head to the show notes for all the details, and I'll see you next time.